0: Giant Monster Bullshit is the most listened-to conservative podcast in the country.
1: (laughs) Do you hear that? Oh, yeah. Yeah, That's probably nothing. Welcome back to Giant Monster Bullfucking Shit. This is Grattan, your host, and I'm here... With you, who is... And I'm Matt. And we just sat down for the first time in a number of months. And we've actually
0: got a sponsor this episode. That's right, we've actually got a sponsor this episode. Uh, This episode is actually brought to you by my big, disgusting ball. Hey, hey, hey,
1: hey, nobody wants to hear that. Nobody wants to hear that. What? What? Stop. Well, we just sat down for the first time in a number of months to watch... A giant monster movie. Which one
0: did we watch today? We watched Rebirth of Mothra, and this is the one where you see graphic uh, depiction of Mothra giving vaginal birth.
1: I liked the original Birth of Mothra. Really, I'm not a big fan of this Rebirth.
0: I like Horse the shit. I like the afterbirth of Mothra. Mm. Mm. The, uh, I like the premature birth of Mothra. <laughs> I like uh I like the water birth of Mothra.
1: The still birth of Mothra. Ooh,
0: there we go, there we go. Then we just run out of jokes to make <laughs> we with just that ran title? out. Hi guys, we just ran out of jokes to make. We watched Rebirth of Mothra. How many times have you seen this movie? I've seen it a couple of times. Uh I've probably seen it either three or four times. We've put it on we put it on once when you like first got these movies. And then now, and maybe one somewhere throughout there. I feel like I
1: simultaneously feel like I've seen this movie a ton of times and never watched it the whole way through.
0: Yeah, I know we have though, I know we've sat through it. Maybe it's just we haven't paid attention. I remember watching
1: this alone, right? The whole way through. Then I I remember like starting it with you one time and not finishing it, but you say that you've seen it multiple times, which means that we've watched it together multiple times because yeah. I have the only copy between us. Yeah. <laughs> so, I, and I, I don't think you'd watch it by yourself unprovoked.
0: Definitely not. Uh, yeah, I, I, I you put it pretty perfectly there. It's like, I remember all this shit, but then again, it all feels new. Yeah. Not in like a good way. It makes me feel like I have Alzheimer's.
1: I think part of it is because I've seen this movie way less than like any other Godzilla movie. Yeah. Or big name giant monster movie and so i i keep trying to revisit it because i don't want to revisit the other ones that i've already mm-hmm. watched so many times but i just keep watching this movie and i can't tell you why because well i guess i just told you why but i keep giving it tries even though it's like so bad
0: yeah yeah it's 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 very not good and i keep i also keep forgetting how not good this movie is this is a bad movie
1: it's pretty bad, and we're getting into the territory of movies that even some Godzilla fans that might be listening haven't seen. Mm-hmm. I know a lot of Godzilla fans usually hold off on seeing like the the Varens and the space amoebas of the franchise or not even the franchise, but the genre, and these rebirth movies seem to be ones that. A lot of people miss out, whether it's deliberately or they just like, oh man, I've been meaning to watch those, but I haven't.
0: Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. These are like, they're weird. They feel like they were big when they came out, you know, but they're like so obscure.
1: This came out after the Heisei series of Godzilla movies ended. Mm. I don't know if you knew that. No, I didn't. it still got like the flashy special effects mm-hmm. and the that film that really like studio film look yeah, the that the Heisei look. Godzilla yeah they, they've got the film look <laughs> yeah. that the Heisei Godzilla movies had but they feel a little cheaper and sadder yes than, and I'll try to stay on this movie because the other movies feel completely different to me at least the, the other two movies feel pretty disconnected from this movie
0: it's weird i can feel like there's like these big you know hillside sets throughout it and they've got these pretty decent looking suits and Models and everything, and even some dazzling green screen uh, and CG effects. Some dazzling green
1: screen. I'd say the vast majority of this movie has some green screen element. Yeah, some dazzling on top
0: of it element. It's it's weird because I can tell like a lot of work and probably a good little bit of yen mm-hmm. went into this fucking movie, but uh, yeah, it really does feel like cheap and like papery in a lot of ways. It definitely feels like a kids movie. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah. You know, it is a kid's movie. <sighs> what should we talk about first for this movie? This movie, like, it feels like it, there's plenty of stuff to laugh at in it, but, like, this one's, like, kind of a chore to sit through.
1: It feels like a Godzilla movie that was gutted.
0: Oh, <laughs> for Mothra?
1: It doesn't even feel like Godzilla was replaced by Mothra, but it was like a Godzilla movie with Godzilla, Mothra, and King Ghidorah. And they just took out Godzilla,
0: mm-hmm. if that makes any sense. Okay, because so they just subtracted him from the
1: in the in the story itself. Mothra's is like really weak, and she's constantly getting her ass beat. So it makes no sense why she wins. Yeah, yeah. And it, it feels like there was another monster
0: missing that was supposed to be helping her. Maybe this this movie feels weird. It all it all feels wrong structure wise. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were saying it like uh, you know. I thought the movie was over. Uh, right as the third act yeah right as the third act was, i thought what's what's what Ghidorah is this desk Ghidorah desk Ghidorah there we go i thought that desk Ghidorah died at one point at the end of the second act and it's just like i was like okay i'm gonna get ready. i'm getting ready to go into the into the red room and Mm -hmm. uh record this podcast but And then there's back into the movie. Yeah, there's like a whole other like 30 to 45 minutes left in the movie. How long is this movie? Runtime? 106 minutes. squeezes every second out of it. Yeah, really. That is like, man, so many movies, you know, like 90 to 100 minute movies feel so lean. And a lot of the times movies that short, at least to me, they feel kind of short. You know what I mean? Like I've always felt like a two hour runtime is a nice solid number. Not overly long, but it's like fully for like a fully fleshed out movie that doesn't move at like a really snappy pace yeah but this this feels so long for a movie this short this feels like a over two hour movie this feels like a not quite two and a half maybe like a solid 215 mm-hmm you know it's just like uh it drags so hard which is weird because like plenty of stuff happens mm-hmm you know what i mean like like there's constant action. There's never really, like, too many talky parts. Right. I don't know what it is about this movie that's just, like, makes it such a miserable, just, like, slog to sit through. I will add on to your point, or relate to your point,
1: that you, you thought Descadora had died at some point. Mm. I remember the first time watching the movie, I couldn't tell who was dead and who was alive. <laughs> because they would, the movie would, like, carry on. The monsters would be in one place at one point, and then it would cut, and like the time of day would be different, and then one of the monsters is doing something else. So I was constantly feeling like either Mothra had died, because the 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 Shobijin. They've been hyping up Mothra to be old and fucking useless and dying the whole time. So Mothra fights for a good, like, 20 minutes, Mm -hmm. and then it kind of looks like she's finally eating shit, and she's on on a, a hill looking pretty lifeless. And then, like, I don't know how many more minutes, 15 minutes later, the larva shows up, and... And then she gets back up and starts fighting for another 20 minutes. So I thought she had died, and I remember thinking at some point that Descadora had died or either, like, gotten knocked back into that hole he came out of. Something. It feels like you can't get a grasp. For what's going on, like things aren't completely clear, and that seems to be a reoccurring problem. Mm-hmm. Like the the uh, towards the end, the children are suddenly riding Mothra. Yeah, the, like out of nowhere, it cuts.
0: Get on to her.
1: Yeah, they're they're suddenly all the way on top, and you don't know how they got there. And similarly, they fly around on Mothra, and then they're suddenly off again, and then Mothra's is just right there.
0: I think part of the reason I thought Descador was dead is because they cut from like Mothra or fairy or something or the little one, the baby Mothra, whatever, uh, like shooting a laser at Descador and then he blows up for a minute. And then they cut from that to like them get to like the humans getting away and then getting to a hospital. Right. And the next time we cut back, you know, I was like, oh, I guess he beat him, you know. Right. And then they cut back and he's like powers up with some wings or something.
1: Now I have an idea for a how I thought this movie was originally playing out when I first watched it, which which kind of plays into the like how long the movie feels mm-hmm. is because I, when I first watched it, I also felt like the movie was over right when the the second act was coming to a close. Right. Okay. So so when I started watching for the very first time, I knew that this was a trilogy of movies. I knew that. There was probably going to be some kind of through line I knew that some characters might be carrying over, but I really didn't know much besides that. Mm -hmm. So when the movie was going and the old Mothra was dying and Descadora was still like coming out of the mountain or whatever and still shooting fire and shit and blowing shit up, the new Mothra hatches out of the egg. I thought it was going to leave on, like, a cliffhanger. Mm. I thought that would have been cool to end the first one kind of like, like an Empire Strikes Back ending where, yeah, like, the family's yeah, in yeah. the hospital, kind of, like, unsure about what's going to happen. The old Mothra is dead and Descudora is, like, rising to power. Right. But the new Mothra is, like, the new... Hero. Or yeah, whatever, the, the right. new hero and the, the only chance that the world will be saved.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: I thought that's how it was gonna play out, and I was like, "Ooh, that's kind of cool, like a having a dark ending, yeah. and and Lead having the, the story one. continue in the next one." But it doesn't, and I think it would have been cooler if it did end like would've that. Been a lot
0: cooler if he did. A lot
1: cooler if he did. I guess we could probably stick with negatives since we're on negatives. But I, I think at some yeah. point we need to cover positives. Okay, I think uh, I think the main problem with this movie is the. The story, like I said before, it felt like it was gutted from Godzilla, or Godzilla was gutted from it, and I think that's part of an overall problem where the story feels hollow, it feels like it's missing a bunch of elements, not only like a character, but like whole scenes or something have been removed, which is weird because it feels long hmm And I think it took the very simple bare-bones story that it had and stretched that really thin, and I think that something else needed to be put in there as buffer
0: mm-hmm.
1: and to take away from some of the repetitive shit that was going on.
0: I've got a bit of a game theory about that, and I think the reason it feels, like, so long is because the first, you know, also, it's really thin. Like, there's no, like, drama element to any of this. There's no... Mm-hmm. like actual conflict besides monsters are here yeah monsters are here the first and second act they feel like an abbreviated three acts mm-hmm. you know what I mean like we start out you know and we get like a little bit of establishing stuff with the dad they you know they find that metal in the forest as they're you know uh deforest causing deforestation like a boss. You know they do all that, and the dad goes home. You see, you get introduced to the kids real quick, and the mom, and you see a little bit of that. Then Mothra smashes through the window, and uh, all that start sort of starts to happen. And that feel, and it feels like the whole first act should have been all that set up in the forest, all the dad stuff, all the family stuff, and then sort of uh, towards the end of the first act then all the Mothra shit happens and that's sort of the second act and then we have into the third and that's all the forest, that's like the biggest one and like all the, f- you know, monster stuff sort of happens and like, you know, the tail end of the second act and the third. So yeah, it's it's like an abbreviated whole ass movie that you get in the first half of it so you feel like you've watched a whole ass movie by the end of that, you know, forest stuff mm-hmm. and then it like keeps going and you're like, so that, you know, and already like, stretched out story gets you know something like tacked onto it and it just feels like it's dragging you so that that's what i i i think that's part of what causes it but it definitely is like there's an element they're missing they're like a whole ass story element
1: the characters are so bad they're so shallow
0: yeah it doesn't help that they have child actors either yeah,
1: and like I don't even think the child actors are particularly bad. No, it's but just I that mean, nobody we're... has anything to work with. Mm-hmm. They kind of start. There's a little bit of conflict between the mom and the dad. The dad is at work. The wife doesn't want him to be at work yeah. so much, <laughs> which is very uh, a very nuanced idea, a very unique approach on, I've never, a, on a husband yeah. and
0: wife. On a positive note, I've never seen that before. And they kind of
1: introduce the idea that like maybe the dad's a little bit of an alcoholic mm-hmm. and they say that the, that he's like a little bit, he kind of knows that what he's doing is wrong because he, he works as like a lumber person, you know, he, he's tearing down the forest. I think he's got some kind of like managerial position doing that. The kids have a little bit of rivalry between each other. I saw what they were trying to do, like, later, the girl has, like, a piece of candy when they're, like, isolated, and she's, like, trying to give it to the brother, and the brother's like, well, I don't want it, you take it. So, like, they're trying to make Something. the characters get closer, but everything falls flat on its face. Yeah, there's just... Everything, the, the husband and wife thing, he just goes back to work, the wife gets upset for, like, five minutes, and then she goes to rescue him. Then they're together for the whole movie, screaming their children's names because for some reason they got separated and then the children are yeah. just walking around yeah. and then the the two Mothra twins are just flying around staring at shit, honest. Like The blue one, one
0: cries and then the other one looks seriously. Yeah, and the
1: blue one just screams Mothra's name mm-hmm. and then the other one just looks and I don't know if she thinks she looks cool or what but she's got this
0: look on her face that looks pretty stupid. I am ho. <laughs> She's got kind of a weird face. She's got like really big lips and like, I don't know. It's just weird. She's in this goofy setting and she's looking really serious. But yeah, this movie doesn't have time to do. It doesn't set anything up for any drama in between characters and it doesn't fucking matter. Because there's no time for it. Even if they were trying to do something, there was never gonna be enough time at the very beginning.
1: I I think there would have been enough time if they had just like shaved that fucking Descadora shit.
0: No, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Half but like, as the is movie a is, blowing up. yeah, yeah. But like, as the movie is, there's like no time. Yeah, no time is given to them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, to, to develop any saying. any kind of arc. Uh, very bad. What other negatives are there? I think that's more or less the stuff like. There's uh, yeah, the, the, the negatives monsters, are, there's oh, like an the, absence of shit. The
1: negatives are the special effects. And speaking of being stretched thin, <laughs> this movie, I mean, it's a special effects movie. Obviously, Godzilla and giant monster movies are like a special, special, special effects genre. All about special effects. And this one, they had very, very early CG. Mm-hmm. This is probably the earliest use in. The giant, mon- the Toho giant monsters, using a CG model in the place of a suit in some shots, right. and it's only used for Fairy, which is the mini Mothra that the twin fly around Yeah, the which is not Mothra; on. it's just Fairy. Obviously, it looks bad. There's a ton of shit where they have these two animatronic, uh fucking. What's your name? the The bad one.
0: I can't remember her name. I just we keep just calling her Rita Repulsa. Repulsa. Yeah, because that's who she is. It's not because she's Asian; it's because she's evil. Okay. And, yeah. So don't DM me. And- don't DM me about racism. I'm sick of hearing it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, okay. she's got
1: the bl- the black and purple color scheme, and she's evil. She's always laughing. She's Rita yeah. Repulsa. Yeah. There's no denying that. Anyway, they there's these two animatronic Rita Repulsa's got a little dragon mm-hmm. dog thing that she's flying on. Evil Mothra. And then they have. A mini Mothra, which is very yeah, and they're constantly compositing, trying to composite the this footage of the real actors on top of these giant animatronic animals, monsters, whatever, onto the footage they have of the actors on sets to make them look tiny and. It's so bad. It's like some of the worst compositing I've ever seen. It's the movement. Part all of it, wrong. part of it, is just that they're trying to do so damn much of it. Yeah. Every
0: scene, and the the yeah. the house being destroyed scene is probably the worst. Yeah, definitely, because they're trying to have the shit that isn't there interact with shit that is there. Yeah, and they're just know? really trying too hard. Like, if they had shaved that scene down by
1: like eight minutes or something, I think they could have like made it look considerably better
0: yeah i guess it is like stretched thin i didn't think about it that way but it probably is like Yeah, every movie's got a time limit
1: and every movie's got a limited number of visual effects people Mm -hmm. and they had so much on their plate for this and they were constantly compositing green screen footage on top of other
0: footage constantly yeah not to mention fucking like scale and movement being like completely off like they'll have like you know, like, Mothra or Fairy or whatever would be, like, moving across a shot that is already moving, like, panning or dollying somewhere, and, like, they'll also, like, have Mothra going or Fairy going, Mm -hmm. and then, like, also spinning, and, like, it doesn't look like it's spinning, and the light is staying the same. They're trying to do a
1: whole lot, and I think part of it might have just been, like, the... Maybe different directors for the green screen parts mm, and the other yeah. parts. Either They're that or like, yeah, like they weren't l- communicating. A like lack of they didn't
0: have a supervisor. Or a anything. lack of
1: previs or something because there's a shot where fairy dives and rolls under a piano, and that's the the one shot where she turns huge for a second. She gets like bigger than a dog. Yeah, and flies under that piano. And the other shot in the opposite direction uh, is. There's one where it's just the green screen fairy with the two women on it. And that shot is staying still while they're being composited onto a shot where the camera's being dollied towards a table. So the camera gets really close to this tablecloth and the fairies are staying the same size. So you get really close. They get to be about the size of like a little square. In the pattern on that tablecloth, mm-hmm. you know, which is like a couple inches across, so you get this huge variance in scale. And generally, you know how big they're supposed to be. Mm-hmm. You get the sense that like the fairies are about the size of a doll, and then everything. Yeah, that you can kind of get, get from in that. In relation to that, but so it makes it even worse when you see all this shit happening, and they're getting big, and they're getting really small, and they're just really overdoing it. Mm-hmm. That scene A didn't need to happen. That's probably like the kittiest scene. Yeah, yeah. Whoa! It's just like pure mindless energy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It didn't need to happen, but also if you really wanted to do that, you could make it look better. And I, I'm I don't know how this looked for the time, but I mean I know. I know there were huge special effects movies that came out. Yeah, it's Ghostbusters just, predates this. Yeah, it's just there's so I much. Mean, not that this movie had Ghostbusters money going into it, but like the precedent was there for what things were no, supposed. Yeah, it was to possible, like.
0: especially for somebody like this wasn't like rinky-dink shit. This was Toho, right?
1: Right, and you know? th- so, as
0: far as like the special
1: effects movies go in Japan, like mm, that
0: they should have a decent. Somebody's doing something right, you know? Like, yeah. I don't know. They're not clueless is what I'm saying. Like somebody's got to know something. somebody's got to realize that this <laughs> looks know? too bad to be putting their name on it. Or somebody's capable of doing something good if given the right stuff and communicating correctly. Yeah. You know, I don't know. It's just really bad. Now, we're talking about it like it's a negative, but it doubles as a positive because it's really fucking funny sometimes. It's so funny. (laughs) The first scene... Okay, so Rita Repulsa and her little dragon get into the kid's house to steal an amulet that the dad dug up, as I'm sure you all know. But then, like... <laughs> so fairy enters with the uh, other, you know, Mothra twins, and she like crashes through a window like super fast. She's just a blur; you barely understand that it's fairy. And she's just like, Whoo! and it's like super fast, and they that's play, hilarious like, to me. They
1: play the Mothra roar in conjunction with glass shattering, <laughs> so it's like really fucking funny. It's really fucking just funny. Like, <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. it's like totally like, oh Jesus it's Christ. Just
1: a- bunch of fucking
0: noise why did they didn't even need to go through the window it's so fucking hilarious no, yeah, it,
1: it's, they're constantly <laughs> breaking and i think that's the gag
0: i guess is that man. they're like
1: just breaking shit when they really don't yeah. need to be but. they
0: fucking fry that house they're flying around getting pan cropped all wrong around while these shots move throughout and they're like shooting lightning bolts all over the house and they've got, like, squibs and explosives and charges, like, in the walls to, like, blow up stuff, Mm -hmm. you know, and there's scraps of stuff being sprayed everywhere, and it's just, like, yeah, it's really funny. The best stuff is Mothra like pan cropping, and there's green on everybody right. who's on a green screen. If somebody's on a green screen, they're getting a, they're gonna be turned a little green here.
1: Rita Repulsa is especially bad because they've got like this feather
0: hat on uh, her. One of the worst things you can put on a fucking green screen, especially is, like, some...
1: in the fucking nineties. Yeah, when you could barely green screen very well at all. Obviously, yeah. these people really just couldn't green screen anything well, and with her that that was a
0: problem the the feathers look really blocky mm-hmm. they're almost most of them's getting keyed out the best one of my favorite shots is like for some reason fairy gets like killed for a second yeah and like fairy gets like shot or something and it like tumbles to the floor and then it like turns from like this shitty bubbly soft looking smooth cg model And it, like, fades into, like, this withered... Crumply dry... (laughs) Yeah, it's really funny. It's just, like, oh... It's so comedic. And then there's... You get sort of desensitized to all the pan-cropping.
1: The first time I watched this, I remember
0: that that scene where
1: they're fighting in the house, like, stressed me out. (laughs) Really? Yeah. And I I know that's pretty irrational. But uh, I don't know what it is about that house that I like. It's got... Something kind of like like some kind of icarly asked quality, yeah. Where it's yeah, like totally. very impractical. Like it's there's very ladders much and like, shit.
0: Yeah, there, I was I have that written down here as I wanted to. I ha- I have the words "cool house ladder" uh, written down. And I know as a kid I would have seen that and be like, "Fuck yeah, I put a ladder in my house. That seems awesome." Uh huh. You know, and it, there
1: are all these like little trinkets on shelves, mm-hmm. and and there's a piano, and you kind of realize as the the house dog fight goes on. You realize that all that shit was just placed there to be exploded later. <laughs> but, like, it just kind of frustrated me. <laughs> and, like, this whole house just gets completely trashed. And, like, it kind of stresses me out that, like, the dad didn't even see any of it. You know what I mean? Like, he was gone yeah. the whole time. And it's
0: like, fuck, man. The dad misses out on so much shit. And, I, it's, it's, all, that's also one funny thing. It's, it's funny to imagine him just how clueless he is to all this shit. Mm-hmm. He shows up tries to drive a bulldozer into the mountain where Descator is about to come out for some reason. We were joking that he was going to work. He was going to continue to work no matter what. (laughs) Uh, And then he gets somehow, he falls, as someone comments, uh, but it looks more like he jumps from the bulldozer for like no reason. Yeah. Or is thrown by some unseen force. And then like the bulldozer hits part of this mountain and then they shoot, Rita Repulsa shoots it with um some evil lightning, and then it explodes. And then the whole mountain explodes. And the whole mountain explodes, and then everybody thinks that Dad is dead for a second. And then next thing you know, he's looking at giant moths. He finds
1: out about the existence of fairies and giant monsters in the span of, like, four minutes. He's, like, a little bewildered. Like, he sees the fairies for a second, and he's like, what, what was that? But he's yeah. like... The reaction's really not where it should be. Yeah. It gives off the vibe that he's lost his mind. Yeah. It's it's weird because when he sees the fairies, it's kind of comedic. Mm-hmm. And I think it's supposed to be comedic. Like, what? Are you just gonna, you know, did you see that too? Yeah. What? Did but you? The, but I. The giant monsters. We haven't mentioned this yet, but this takes place in a Godzilla-less universe. That's right. So these are the first giant monsters to appear in this universe. They mention a couple times that Mothra is the only other giant monster besides Descadora. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: His reactions to that aren't comedic either. He's not like, great, now there's giant moths too. Mm -hmm. His reaction to that is pretty serious compared to the reaction to the fairies. And it, it all just doesn't come together. It, it, it just seems like...
0: He ends up in a wheelchair. Bull- yeah, he gets... He gets his feet burned. Maybe that's why he was in a wheelchair. His his feet catch on fire knows. during part of the second act. <laughs> his shoes. <laughs> his Not shoes his
1: feet. Catch- his shoes. His, his The shoes heels get- of
0: his shoes catch yeah, on just, fire. They've literally got either the actor or a stunt guy with his shoes lit on fire, like, kicking around, like, ah! <laughs> Just well, he's for a second, up. yeah. And they cut like, back Whoa.
1: to another shot where, like, his yeah. shoes were never on fire. Yeah,
0: yeah, and they look okay. So I don't know if it's, you know, I don't know if that's why he's in a wheelchair. But after they get away from the mountain and they get in, oh, they go to a hospital, and then Dad ends up in a wheelchair. Or maybe I theorize for his fire shoes. Mm-hmm. Maybe I don't know if he's sustained any burns from that. But he he ends up in a wheelchair for the rest of the movie. They're wheeling him around and. Uh, yeah he he it really gives that gives him even more of like a mental patient vibe yeah. sort of like a catatonic damaged person mm-hmm. you know and and he's there's a good part at the end when his son just like stares at him and yeah. then he smiles at his kid and we we're joking that he he's not seeing his kid right then but it, it's very very strange, and I think it's partly direction that 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 gives me that's like the director's fault, not the actor, you know, especially when the, the the Mothra twins are saying goodbye to the kid and they're like, bye bye. We're leaving. Bye. And the kid just stares at him. The whole family just stares at yeah, him. Yeah, just blank face completely. And that 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 gives me vibes of just like, just look. Just look at just look at the and then he goes off to yeah know, like uh find how to fuck up the green screen on this one. As far
1: as positives, what would you say about this movie is positive?
0: Well I would say that parts of it are pretty funny. Uh, like we were saying, special effects can be pretty funny early on, especially if you have any knowledge of of pan cropping things around and how fucking easy it is now. Nah, yeah, yeah I, how easy it is now. Yeah, yeah. I can't imagine it was easy. You know, here if you've ever like watched videos on the process for keying something out, like they have ones like ILM doing it on Empire Strikes Back, and it's like fuck, that seems like such a pain in the ass. It's like a chemical process. Well,
1: I don't know exactly how having CG stuff in movies worked back then? I don't either. I think Because they like were still comp-
0: filming with film. Yeah. So I don't know if there was I can't imagine it was digitization. Yeah, they couldn't have
1: digitized the whole movie. Yeah. So but it I might also have been like I can't type of- imagine that they
0: like just printed I don't know. It's yeah. it's fucking beyond me. But I'm not gonna act like it was super easy back then. But now it's so funny because like pan cropping so easy. grattan has been doing it since middle school. Yeah, <laughs> you know, just slide. You make a chip fly around the screen. It's super easy. Yeah. And seeing it done really poorly is 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 pretty comedic. So that's funny. So if you have any, you know, if you're an editor, if you're an editing head, mm-hmm. uh, you'll find this comedic. And also that ending is pretty funny. Uh, I would say that's, you know, in terms of humor, I, I, we were just talking about it. And just like the fucking, the Mothra twins are saying goodbye. You know, it's a good, goodbye Godzilla moment. Mm-hmm. It, they're like, bye. And then the kid and the whole family just stares at the twins like seriously, like dead face, like, you know, and they give like a close up of the kid and it's just so fucking jarring and bizarre. And then after they've left, the, kid the starts- kids start going, bye.
1: Goodbye. goodbye and they like run after them yeah
0: they're like bye and that's like after they like watched them go away for like a minute mm-hmm. you know and it's just like what the, the fuck what it makes it's so bizarre sense. it makes me think that they had to like re-edit that sequence or they had to like repurpose footage or something because i can't imagine how you would fuck up that bad to if that was the intended sequence i have no clue maybe
1: it's a cultural thing
0: <laughs> we were joking yeah it's it's, well, it, it's it impolite be... to to say goodbye to, say goodbye back to someone until they've already left <laughs>
1: well, i think i don't think it's like a real japanese thing but i think maybe it's something like in their media like in films and television they have these really like dramatic sequences of just staring at each other mm. you know for extended periods of time i could be wrong you, you could be right about you might be right that it was just like a fucked up usage of footage and like miscommunication between like uh different units of yeah. of filming and the, the editors no but either way Sitting down watching watching that on a, a screen gives the same result which is uh, absolute fucking nonsense <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it, yeah. no matter how yeah. It, yeah. no matter what got us here, the result is
0: that it makes no sense. yeah another funny thing to me and it ties into this ending Mothra goes around replanting you know mm-hmm. all the trees. Uh, and this movie seems to have, it's in a lot of, you know, sort of like aimed at young kids movies where they're like environmentally conscious, you know, where they have like, oh no, the movie begins with some guys are cutting down trees. Mm -hmm. Oh, they ran over a fucking bird's nest Mm -hmm. at one point too. And they're like, oh no, you know, which yes, I agree. Cutting down trees equals bad. Sue me yeah I don't care if that cancels me for saying deforestation is bad. I'm gonna give my opinion. but the, what I was saying is like there's this type of kids movie environmentally conscious theme where they'll like kind of show that and be like, hmm bad. And mm-hmm. then like it won't tie into the movie at all. Mm-hmm. and they actually really they kind of fuck it up by not really having the i mean like the 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 the, the tree cutter downers, mm-hmm. <laughs> the deforesting people, the the logging people, I guess. They really aren't even like the source of the conflict, you know. Like it ends up not being them fighting that at all. Like the, the yeah, they've yeah. been cutting down trees, and like and they're not I even the sorta... bad guy. Like
1: the dad is the one that removed the medallion, yeah, which could be like the, the you one. You could have done
0: that without cutting down a tree, though. Right, that was just in some rocks. But
1: they they couldn't even commit to like making the logging people entirely bad yeah yeah and it's like it wanted to have an environmentally friendly message Mm -hmm. yeah but it couldn't commit to it and i think that having mothra replant all the fucking trees at the end completely delegitimizes it yeah because like any child that would be like man any child that would come away with this uh from this movie with the idea that oh man I should really be more careful about the trees or whatever. You yeah, know, trees take the, a t-
0: long time to go, but you can cut them down real quick.
1: Re- respect the trees or whatever the fuck. But seeing Mothra just replant everything instantly kind of makes, yeah. it, it would make me leave the theater being like, everything's
0: okay. Know, yeah, know? somebody can just magically regrow all these trees. Now, and and I want to say, we, we're saying you know Mothra replants all the trees, and that brings up just that alone makes me i i, I want you, i don't want you all to think that mothra goes individually and is digging holes and putting trees in them mm-hmm, mothra yeah. has uh, uh magic green Seeds uh, or something speckles yeah. bits of glitter that go in and the trees grow back in five minutes um but yeah that's it. it totally gives off like this complete missed mark like i see where y'all are going with that but like it totally does not have the intended effect like it would not it's like oh well you know that's yeah I guess deforestation is bad so we need something to magically fix it in five minutes right you know (laughs) like it's not like oh man and it's so weird because Mothra seems to always be like oh Mothra is dying because of the environment she has to slowly get better or she is gonna die and we have to wait for something to slowly grow you know so it like totally doesn't fit that they're just like womp trees you know and then at the end they also half-ass the dad being like hmm maybe deforestation is bad (laughs) he seems to go like i don't know here's a
1: complaint that i have about godzilla movies featuring mothra that really manifests itself particularly in this one Mm -hmm. and i touched on it earlier about mothra being old but it's a very common plot point in the godzilla movies that feature mothra for the fairies to say mothra is old Mm -hmm. mothra has already given birth Uh to an egg and it's this whole back and forth of like hey there's this thing fucking up the world whether it be godzilla or uh, an enemy a common enemy people are constantly approaching the fairies and saying hey how about you get mothra's lazy ass up and fight the monster she's like the only thing that can help and the fairies are like, mm, no, she's she's old and, <laughs> and she can't die. she can't fight. She's gonna die here. Yeah. She's she's still alive, but she's gonna die like in this in this cave that
0: we have her. Yeah. In. Or they're like, uh, no, she's getting ready to die right now. That's another one. Yeah. Like, yeah.
1: And, and the, it's this back and forth where where it's like, well, we kind of need her, and they're like, well, yeah, well, she needs to die right now. And
0: she gives her life. And yeah. it's so fucking tired. Constantly and
1: every time it would be one thing if it's like okay Mothra's literally too tired to fucking fly but every single time Mothra can still fight for like a good hour against these monsters that I would assume would just immediately kick her ass.
0: Dying or not you know?
1: (laughs) Right yeah it's these monsters that overpower her way they way overpower her. Yeah yeah yeah. And she is every time she is able to fight them for a, at least long enough for the larva to hatch.
0: Yeah, and then come and then there's another Mothra or it turns into another Mothra or it just sprays web on them. But it, it really culminates in this movie mm-hmm. because there is no other, there's no
1: Godzilla and there's no common enemy between Mothra and another monster. So there's no buffer. It's just like, okay, this monster's here.
0: Yeah, it The comes fairies off- are
1: the ones that need Mothra instead of the people. The fairies mm-hmm. are like, oh, well, we need Mothra. And then they're telling themselves, well, is old. So they just have this pointless back and forth with themselves before, like, we all know Mothra's going to fucking get, oh, there's no point in having Mothra in the movie if she's not going to do shit. Yeah.
0: It comes so off of as... course
1: she does, and I mentioned it earlier, she ends up fighting for, like, half an hour in this fucking yeah, movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, well, if she's so old and useless, how the
0: fuck did she do that? Yeah. It totally comes off to me as, like, it's in the movie because that's what you do with Mothra. Right. You know, that's 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 the thing that she does and, and and really what it is is just fucking tired. It's like I don't know if I want to really say lazy, but why is that the the default? I don't know. I guess they've just done it so many times, they treat it like some type of narrative tradition mm-hmm. of some type. Like that's what Mothra does and it just it just creates fucking boring, it's just so predictable and they never do anything with it. Even in further movies like you know King of the Monsters and shit, it's just like Mothra dying, uh, gives her life. You know, it's just fucking.
1: So let's talk about a couple more things. Um, briefly, I want to touch on the odd music videos. Uh, so one thing I was thinking of, and I think you'll relate to this, is they sing the Mothra song. Na-na-na-na. Yep. They sing the famous Mothra song. Uh, the, that's the first song they sing, and then they sing two other songs, which are accompanied by shitty music videos. Yeah. And the vibe that I get from those new songs is the same vibe that I get from when Disney tries to put new songs in these live action remakes,
0: <laughs> where it's like you have yeah, these iconic yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: classic songs, and then you have this one where it's like, what what the fuck is this? Yeah, like a half-assed little shitty one. Somebody completely different wrote it, and it doesn't fit at all. Mm-hmm. And Somebody like, different is performing oh, it. Oh, God. Just
0: taking all the good things that make you know, just a couple things that made sure that the old one worked. Yeah, you're, you're making jokes during like it, there should be like a, a song album and label title mm-hmm. uh, that comes up in the corner in some white text. It's so shitty and boring. They have like a little symbol that appears under them at one point for like no reason and it totally, mm-hmm. cu- it feels like we're cutting to a music video. Mm-hmm. You know, it doesn't feel like this is happening in the world. And that also to me feels like something you just do because it's, it's a Mothra movie. Or it's got Mothra in it. Yeah, You you gotta have the the long ass segment of them singing tradition. I'm sure there's some like autistic guys like this is perfect, you know. Yeah, you know, like it's really into Mothra. I see people every now and then on Twitter, and I I think it's great that
1: people are eager to revisit the lesser known giant monster movies Mm -hmm. and kind of bring them to people's attention. I know like the X from Outer Space shit like that where it's like, yeah. you know, it gets buried basically underneath more popular monster movies and like every now and then somebody has to be like, hey, has anybody seeing this? What do you think about it?
0: Mm-hmm. Like that
1: I think those discussions are nice to have. It's fun to be like, oh yeah, I saw that. It fucking sucked.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's fun.
1: <laughs> to me at least. And every now and then I'll see somebody bring up the Rebirth of Mothra movies. And it constantly I see these people who are like you know what do you think of uh, rebirth of mothra and people will say i don't know why this movie gets so much hate <sighs> they're like <laughs> they like def- they're like it's oh pretty God. good for what it's trying to do <laughs> what
0: and it's <laughs> i have a stroke here fuck man it's... I hate that I hate fucking people defending shitty movies you can like so much you can like whatever you want but if you're
1: like sitting there defending a movie like Rebirth of Mothra <laughs> then it's probably time to visit the world of reality movies. <laughs> yeah the world a the world of reality outside uh, a, a, an extension of that is the world of movies that you have not seen because I think if you actually like take time and watch I don't want to sound like a cunt and be like you should really give birdman a try <laughs> but i mean like just i guarantee like most movies in the world are better than rebirth of mothra yes all yeah, right that's and a I, solid yes from me and i think the problem with a lot of giant monster fans just are they that they are only watch right they only giant watch their only movies. reference point is giant monster movies so and they love them like for that
0: slightly appealing like in a, an actual like some like a narrative works in some type of Textbook way, they're like immediately like it's pretty good. So I think that they just need to like watch regular any other movies.
1: Yeah, regular movies. That's you know it's like opening the window. Yeah, Ah, let some some, fresh air. Yeah, let some fresh air in, and then you'll realize how fucking stinky your room is.
0: (laughs) You you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Because
1: any other movie, if you like Rebirth of Mothra, you might fucking like any movie under the sun. Yeah. All right, and I guarantee there's some there's some fucking uh, critically acclaimed movies, many critically acclaimed movies that I've never seen. Yeah. And I can tell you that it would be a much better investment of my time to be watching that instead of revisiting yeah. <laughs> Rebirth of Mantra for the fifth time or whatever it is since I've got it. And so I, that's what I'd recommend to you. And I know I'm saying that and I'm complaining about the people who like this movie, but it is basically understood with the larger the more influential people in the community that these are pretty much all bad yeah i mean which is how well, it, that's good I how it know should that. stay I, I mean every now and then we'll come out we'll burst onto the scene with a, contravi- a controversial take yep on a movie and we'll be like why does everybody like this movie uh, i think here we're saying this is why everybody (laughs) hates this movie this is
0: why this is not a good movie i mean it's 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 less no everybody hates it and more just that it is bad
1: before we get into don fries i want to talk about one more thing (sighs) mothra starts off this movie looking pretty normal pretty run-of-the-mill mothra and then once the new mothra is born and turns into the evolved mothra Mm -hmm. uh looks a little different a little angular a lot of green yeah uh she's got, like
0: interesting she's got, like a
1: boxy head and yeah. i from what i remember going forward and i feel now that i say this i feel like i'm gonna be wrong i've told you but i think it i think this new mother's a boy i think you're i i
0: remember the i new don't think being it's entirely possible
1: and i think that's an interesting route to take making like, Mothra's been, like, the one definitive female yeah. giant monster for so long, and then having, and I know this takes place outside of the other Mothra canons, Yeah, but I kind of like that, it's almost like the bloodlines ending, hmm. like, because there's a, it ends with a male, and, like, the okay. male kind of has to finish out the rest of the evil, like, he has to defeat the evil before he right, dies, because right. Mothra's have a pretty short lifespan, it seems. Yeah.
0: Always so, dying.
1: I kind of like that. I like that that's different, because you kind of expect, or at least what I expected was Mothra's dying, she's got an egg, the egg hatches, two larvae come out, and then one of them turns into Mothra, the other one dies, or whatever. And that's not really what happens. Mm -hmm. You know, you have one larva, and it turns into a Mothra, and the Mothra looks different. So I like that. Uh, But beyond that, they don't do anything with
0: it. But what do you think of the design? It's fine. Uh, I've never. All right. <laughs> okay. Uh, I don't know. I've never really liked. I've never been like crazy about Mothra ever. Like it's fine. This is cool, you know. But it's never been like a, a design that's like especially. I thought was especially cool. Mm-hmm. I don't think I've got the right type of autism for it. Mm-hmm. You know? But um, I don't know. It's fine. Uh, I'm sure that there's some dude who's like, you know, loves Mothra, and he thinks that this is. Great, or maybe he fucking hates it. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. You know, uh, he really could
1: go either way. Um, Have I shown you that guy on Twitter that makes the Mothra models? No. He makes little models of Mothra, and they look really good. Like, it, it's not it's not like a cringe thing. He's right. not like, it's you know, like painting a... smiley faces on little action figures and yeah. being like, here's my custom Mothra. <laughs> He's like a guy who, like, builds them, like, from scratch just, like, a really detailed... Really detailed at, at various sizes. He'll make, you know, some big ones and some little ones, and they all look really cool. Uh, I'll send you his page, and I'll uh, if I remember, I'll put a link to his shit in the description, because I think... I feel pretty much the same as you. Like, I've never really given much of a shit about Mothra design-wise. Mm-hmm. But, like, seeing that, seeing, like, the, the, the practical shit, kind of makes you appreciate it a little bit more yeah I see what you mean but uh, as far as Mothra designs the first few times watching this movie I didn't really I think the first time I didn't even notice that it looked different like the new Mothra <laughs> looked different yeah and the other times I just didn't really care but this time I don't know what it was but I kind of liked the new Mothra caught gotcha. I, I like that you had this like pretty plain Mothra to start out with mm-hmm. and then they give you a pretty distinct looking Mothra to like carry the series I thought that was a decent, like, yeah, transition yeah. from, like, Mothra as part of something to Mothra as its own thing. But, like I said, they don't really do anything with it.
0: Yeah. They, it doesn't really do anything different besides planting trees. Yeah. Planting trees is a pretty cool feature.
1: A uh, pretty good feature in the new Mothra update. Also, the Mothra larva shoots a fucking laser out of its chest at some point oh, in this Oh, yeah, movie, that's right. I forgot about that. Which is yeah.
0: new. Yeah, it just sort of does it. Nobody goes like Mothra. Nobody even acknowledges it. like it, What it really should be is like, oh, Mothra can shoot lasers? Mm-hmm. Or, you know, or- nobody, The larva, uh, at, at least, least. Yeah, the larva. But, and nobody says like, the larva's shooting a laser. Look, it's shooting its laser. Or <laughs> something, you
1: know? Yeah. Nobody even acknowledges, does it. And then, because I think Mothra only shot lasers as the, the butterfly form in the Heisei. Mm, Godzilla some versus Mothra. Yellow lightning bolts. And I think there, there, there might have been some pink lasers. Some pew pews. Right. But definitely, like, in no previous version did the larva shoot lasers like that. Mm. There's like a big green solid laser. Yeah. Which was weird. And it, it only did it the once, I think.
0: I can't even remember how exactly Descadora dies. They just, like, shoot
1: at him oh, until they, it. Oh, right? they. Mothra starts, like, flying circles around him. And it. And then, like, the, the Mothra symbol, like, kind of forms and then, like, lands on the ground as, like, the ground underneath him is exploding. And how I took it was that he was kind of getting
0: pushed back into the ground. Oh, getting, like, sealed in there again. I, I didn't... Could be wrong. I didn't absorb anything. It was, like... The movie completely numbs you to that shit.
1: Shit just blows up. And the whole time they're just fighting in, in grass and it all looks the same. So you can't tell how far they've moved or, like where they are in relation to
0: where they started. You shouldn't how like big they are. We said before like mountainsides give no scale. Yeah. They said Descador is like fifty meters tall and then
1: like a hundred and fifty head to tail, which didn't make much sense to me. I feel like I don't know. Do you have any any more talking points? Don't feel obligated, because we've given this movie a lot of attention.
0: The little boy floats, remember that? <laughs> <laughs> Remember Uh, that? I forgot about that. (laughs) That's what I had written down here. It says the little boy floats. Yeah. Um. Yeah. He gets put on strings for a minute, and that's pretty funny. It looks pretty good. You don't see the strings on him, but you you can very much see that he's in subti. You know, harness. Yeah, you can definitely tell like the weights on the harness, and he goes like, whoa, you know. Flies around a couple times, not really sure how. I think he's like touching fairy or something. Which that sounds like a euphemism now that I say it. Touching fairy. Yeah. Yeah. I think
1: I think you can see the strings at one point. Really? Re- remember when he's like in front of the tree, you can kind of see Oh it, yeah, it's right, yeah. Like in front of the leaves mm-hmm. at the top of the screen. It's pretty fun. Uh the, the cool thing about these movies and I've said it before, is that they're now available in pretty good quality. <laughs> like just generally all giant yeah. monsters are available in like anything higher than VHS. You're, yeah. you're pretty much able to see strings. Mm-hmm. So if you're watching these on a good TV, uh, it's a real good time just watching all these fucking strings. Like, it, it's, it's so, so fucking crazy it that almost, they were able to get away with this for so long. Uh-huh.
0: It, 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 it almost feels like uh, I'm catching these filmmakers with their pants down in some way. Like, yeah. it's almost like I'm seeing these in a definition that they were never meant to be seen in. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know how good projectors in like the average theater were back then, mm-hmm. but I can't imagine it was like crazy good probably better than VHS i would imagine yeah definitely i mean you you're,
1: you're going from a 35 millimeter print directly projected onto mm-hmm. a but i don't know like
0: on I average feel like you should like, have what,
1: been able to see a string at least but maybe. i guess i could be wrong i
0: don't know uh, i i just don't know because i'm so young don fry i kicked it in but of course a few times so yeah this movie sucks pretty bad um I can't... It's like a total fucking drag to get through. There's a couple funny things throughout, but at large, the movie's not an enjoyable thing. There's nothing really cool about it. There's nothing that gives us any, like, merit as a real movie. There's no, like, cool writing or acting or anything. There's one funny part where the... Uh, I like the, the one of the Mothra twins is they're, like, pretending to be dolls when they get on this airplane mm-hmm. for some reason they, instead of just, like, climbing into their backpack or something. Have to like have them out and like disguise them and like one of the girls you can see her like she's barely holding in like laughing, cause she's like somewhere in like front of a green screen like with her arms up and anyways yeah I don't know this movie fucking like sucks but it, I can't say it's like really like pissing me off mm-hmm. like, nothing like really gets to me in terms of like nothing's like making me mad it's just like I kind of sit there and it's like oh when's this gonna be over. This gets a 2.5 for me. Okay. That's very fair. Thank you. Oh, man oh man.
1: What to say about this movie? My positives are very surface level and very few. Uh one of them is that I just like the the look. I think you said at one point it looks like 12
0: Monkeys. <laughs> oh yeah, on the airplane it looks like yeah. a little like hazy in the in the way that movie does in some parts.
1: But I like the house i liked their house and i like that there are a couple of shots where you get to see like the street they live on mm. and it's like sunny and like there's a bunch of kids and the sky is really nice looking that just kind of makes me feel happy yeah that it's like a pretty day but like that's like so <laughs> yeah, it's like, like really that's not even the movie's but... responsibility like I can't credit them for being like, man, the weather looked nice when you filmed. <laughs> yeah. So I'm going to get, ah, fuck, I guess um I'm going to give this movie a three just because the negatives, although there are plenty of negatives, it's not like really offensive. Yeah. And like some of these movies you get so bad to where it's, they're being derogatory towards me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's yeah. an insult to totally. me that I'm watching it. Mm-hmm. Uh, this th- These movies are pretty harmless, the Rebirth of Mothra movies, uh, especially this one. This one's like the most, like, eh. Uh, there's nothing really special about it. So I'm just going to give it a three and then never
0: talk about it again for the rest of my life. That sounds so good right now to not talk about this movie ever again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I'm about whoa, to whoa, whoa, what whoa, What? What the fuck? It's... Jesus. Well... What are we watching next episode? Uh,
1: Well, next episode, we are watching Gappa.
0: So I'm sure you're excited about that. Uh, all right, let's end this. Somebody's at the Jetson's front door. Facts don't care about your feelings, and it's a fact that Giant Bullshit is the largest conservative podcast in the nation. Be sure to hit the subscribe button to stay up to date on all of our content.